Hi, thank you for joining us for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. My name is Gabriel. We are looking at a few stories in the Bible post-resurrection to see what happened in the earliest days after the resurrection and what kind of bearing that it has on our lives today. We saw that Jesus indeed raised bodily from the dead, that he appeared several times to hundreds of people and that there was no doubt in their minds and by the testimony of scripture and other evidences we've looked at that Jesus indeed raised bodily from the dead. And for 40, over the span of 40 days, he made these different appearances. And at the end of that time, he ascended into heaven. The ascension of Jesus Christ. I want us to look at Luke chapter 24 and Acts chapter 1, also written by Luke. This is a couple verses to remind ourselves of this such important doctrine that I don't know that we talk about enough. I'm thankful for our pastor who often will, will pray as he prays for us, will mention the fact of the ascension and also teaches us faithfully on it. Acts chapter 24, verses 50 through 53. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And while he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. This is how Luke's gospel ends with the story of the ascension of Jesus Christ. He picks up volume 2, Acts, the Acts of the Apostle, uh, the Apostles, and really the ministry in the, the, the church and the ministry of the work of the, uh, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, God in this world. And Jesus promises the Holy Spirit to come. And then we have this story of the ascension in verse 9 of chapter 1 of Acts. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, Two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. And so I want us to consider what bearing this doctrine, these two passages of scripture which we read today, has on our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. Some people may ask, where is Jesus? The Bible confidently, clearly tells us that Jesus is in heaven. The, the ascension of Jesus Christ reminds us that heaven is a real place. Jesus said in John 14, I am going away and I go to prepare a place for you. Heaven is where God dwells. And one day, God will bring heaven down to earth in the new heavens and the new earth. That he will dwell with his people. He will be our God, and we will be his people. So the ascension reminds us that heaven is real. Second, it reminds us, reminds us of the victory of Jesus Christ, that Jesus was raised as the victor, that he has ascended on high, where he sits at the right hand of God, an allusion to the, the most referred to quoted verse in the New Testament, that is Psalm 110, verse 1. And so this reminds us of that, that Jesus is victorious. He has conquered over sin. He has conquered the grave, and he has conquered Satan. All these things are defeated foes, whom he will put away to once and forever at the end of time, as he ushers in the new heavens and the new earth. Third, it reminds us that Jesus alone is glory 
uh, is worthy of the glory and the worship that he receives. There's the, the throne room scene playing out in Revelation 4 and 5. Our pastor took us through that on Easter Sunday and pointed us to the references uh, to worthy. You know that uh, I think 13, 14, 15 times the word throne is mentioned in those chapters. And so just it's substantial that Jesus, he is the victor, and so with that comes the spoils, right? That he alone is worthy of all worship, glory, obedience, and devotion. The ascension of Jesus Christ also reminds me as his, his follower, as his child, that he is in control. That he rules and reigns in a place of victory. At the end of Matthew's gospel, he said that all authority on, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That he is in control of all things and that he works all things for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. He works all things for his glory and our good. He is in control so we can trust him. We can pray. We can, we can work and live as he has called us to do. Two more things. Jesus, the ascension of Jesus Christ, precipitates the coming of the Holy Spirit. It's these, the account here that Luke writes for us comes right after verse 8 in which Jesus said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. In the upper room discourse, the night before Jesus was killed, he told the disciples, It's better for you that I go away. For if I don't go away, I will not send you the Helper, the Comforter, the Paraclete, the Holy Spirit. So the ascension of Jesus Christ precipitates the coming of the Holy Spirit, which was recorded for us in Acts chapter 2. And finally, it reminds us, the ascension of Jesus Christ reminds us that Jesus is coming again. Notice these words from the angels in verse 11. This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So be comforted with these words. This is an important doctrine for us as believers that Jesus is raised from the dead and he has ascended into heaven where he will one day come again. Come quickly, Lord Jesus.